Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. We've got some remarkable stuff today in Amos chapter 9, verses 11 through 15, as we wrap up the book of Amos today. Again, Amos is prophesying to the northern kingdom of Israel that they're going to be punished, they're going to be destroyed for their sin. In fact, let me read verses 9 and 10 before we get into today's passage to give you a glimpse of that. For behold, I will command and shake the house of Israel among all the nations as one shakes with a sieve, but no pebble shall fall to the earth. All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, who say disaster shall not overtake or meet us. So God is going to judge the people of Israel and the people who are far from him, whose hearts are not surrendered to him, who are sinners, as this text says, they will fall to the earth, but no pebble shall fall to the earth. God is going to preserve a remnant of people from among Israel. And so, once again, there's this idea that the judgment and punishment that is coming to Israel is not final, but it is a tool through which blessing may ultimately come. And that's where we go to in this final few verses. The heading in my Bible for today's reading is the restoration of Israel. Check this out. In that day, I will raise up the booth or the tent of David, that is fallen and repair its breaches and raise up its ruins and rebuild it as in the days of old that they may possess the remnant of edom and all the nations who are called by my name declares the lord who does this this is remarkable remarkable stuff well first of all the tent of david what is that in reference to he says i'm going to raise up the tent of david that is fallen well first of all you remember Amos is a prophet to the northern kingdom. This must have been this must have been particularly galling to the people of the northern kingdom Israel because any reference to David is a reference to things that the northern kingdom rejected. The northern kingdom has rejected the southern kingdom's Davidic line. Remember the southern kingdom Judah is David's line. And the northern kingdom and southern kingdom have divided. One of the things they're divided over is they reject the Davidic line. So here's Amos, here's God telling the northern kingdom that he will raise up the tent of David that has fallen, which would have stood out to them and been a head scratcher at the least and maybe infuriating uh, at the most. Then you got to ask, what is this raise up the tent of David that has fallen? Well, you remember the Davidic covenant, right? We've talked about it a few times on this podcast as we've gone gone through the Old Testament. This is the promise that God made to David that he would establish a king who would reign on his throne, a descendant of David, reign on his throne forever, who would be the king of a kingdom that lasts forever. And so this is referring to none other than Jesus Christ, he will raise up the tent of David that has fallen. That's the the booth or the tent of David. David has a very, very important descendant that comes to the earth named Jesus Christ, and God literally raises him up from the dead after he lives a perfect life, after he dies a sinless death, after he provides the gateway, the mediation between God and man for sin. 
and that anybody who puts their faith and trust in him can be restored into a relationship with their creator, can be forgiven, can be set free, can have a place in heaven forever. This is what this is speaking about. Then you go down a little bit further. It says that they may possess the remnant of Edom. So when this tent of David is raised up, uh, one thing that's going to result from that is that there will be a remnant from Edom. Now, we just talked about Edom the other day. Edom is the descendants of Esau. Esau is the brother of Jacob, the son of Isaac, that did not receive the promise. Esau is not of God's people, Israel. He's not of the descendancy of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but Esau is an outsider. However, this passage passage suggests that there will be a remnant from among the outsiders and all the nations who are called by my name, these nations. This is incredible. So way back in Amos, before anybody had any idea what was going to happen, this is a foretelling of the fact that the family of God would be open to anybody from any tribe, tongue, or nation who puts their faith and trust in this coming Messiah, the one, the tent of David, who will be raised up. This, These two verses right here are quoted in Acts 15 when there's a debate going on about what should happen with the Gentile believers, the non-Jewish believers that are coming to faith in Christ. This is in the New Testament after Christ is lived, died, risen, and ascended to heaven. What should happen to the new believers who are not Jewish, who are coming to the faith? Do they need to be circumcised according to the Jewish custom, or are they good not to? And James stands up in this debate, and James quotes this passage from Amos and says, guys, what we're seeing happen in front of us is that the nations are coming to Christ, just like Amos said. There's a remnant from Edom, and they don't share our Jewish customs. They don't do circumcision. There are people from nations who are called by his name, and they are coming to Christ. We're seeing this happen right in front of us, and they don't need to be circumcised because circumcision is of no value. What really matters is faith. In Christ, we're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, not by circumcision. This is a huge aha moment for the disciples in the early church. And this is exactly what's being referred to way back in the book of Amos, which is awesome stuff. Let me finish it out. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, him who sows the seed. The mountains shall drip sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it. I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel and they shall rebuild the ruined cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink their wine and they shall make gardens and eat their fruit. And I will plant them on their land and they shall never be uprooted out of the land that I have given them, says the Lord your God. This prophecy has maybe maybe a more immediate uh, fulfillment from the time that this is being written, but it has uh, complete fulfillment in eternity in the new heavens and the new earth. And I can't help but notice, we just talked about this yesterday too, vines, vineyards, wine, this is a sign of peace or prosperity. Just took communion uh, on Sunday with my family and another family in the living room as we were watching a service on TV, and it's no coincidence that Jesus uses wine to be the thing that is symbolic of his blood, the thing that bought ultimate prosperity and ultimate peace with God for us. Really cool that this is all the way back in Amos, and I love it because I haven't hardly spent any time here. I hope you've enjoyed the book of Amos. Come back tomorrow for Obadiah. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.